faith. And this morning we're going to find out what faith really is. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 read. For we walk by faith. Paul said that we, say we. we. He's referring to those of us that's in Christ. Those of us in Christ have to walk by faith. You cannot be in Christ. You cannot remain in Christ if you don't walk by faith. This morning, I want to talk about the lifestyle of faith. Say, neighbor, neighbor. you have to have a lifestyle of faith. Faith has to become your way of life. This word faith simply means to act upon the word of God. Say faith, faith. is acting on the word of God. Read verse 7. Not by sight. For we walk by faith and not by sight. This word walk, when you're walking, that means that you are progressing. In order for you to progress, we have to walk or act upon the word of God. If you're not progressing in the things of God, that's a clear sign that you are not acting on the word of God. That's good. If you're not acting on the word of God, that's a clear sign that you're not progressing in the things of God. Notice who Paul was writing to. He's writing to the church. This particular church, the Corinthian church, they was new converts, new believers. They was young in Christ. They wasn't fully developing the things of God. Many of the believers in the Corinthian church were idol worshipers. Say idol. idol. Worshippers. What is an idol worshiper? An idol worshiper is a person that worship idols. And you can make an idol out of anything. You can idolize people. You can idolize things. You can idolize yourself. So, so most of the Corinthian church were former idolater idol worshipers. Former idol worshipers. And they were struggling with trusting God. They were struggling with acting on the word of God. So Paul wrote in his letter, he said, for we, he had to remind them that after you get saved, you have to learn how to walk by faith and not by your emotions. You have to notice what I said. Learn how to walk by faith and not by what you see. We have to learn how to walk by faith and not by how we feel. Ah, uh, We have to walk by faith and not by what we think. We have to walk by faith and not by what other people feel about you. We have to walk by faith and not by other people's opinion about you. Those are the things that we have to contend with as believers 
when it comes to walking by faith. This word sight means five senses. Now, you don't just get saved and you automatically throw your five senses out the window. Over time, your five senses have to decrease as your faith increase. Because most of us, our whole life, we've been living by how we feel. And how many know it's dangerous to live by how you feel? That's why you're you having problems out of the man that you got. That's why you're having problems out of the woman that you got. Because you chose them based on how they looked on the outside. <laughs> it's just like you buy a car. Got the rims on it. Candy apple red. But the motor bad. It look good. But it don't drive good. Because you simply chose that car based on how it looked. And a lot of us make choices based on how something. And we don't take the time out to find out. Interior, interior, am I saying it right? We always judge and base and stuff off the exterior. And that's dangerous to a Christian. So they wasn't walking by faith. They was walking by their five senses. So Paul had to remind them, if you're going to progress in God, if you're going to move into your destiny in God, then you're going to have to learn how to walk by what my words say and not by what's going on on the outside of you. And that's something that you have to learn to do. Say, neighbor, you have to learn to do that. That does not come automatically. But if you're not willing to put in the time, you will never develop your faith. A lot of folk in the head, which, guess what? You might as well slow down. Want me to tell you why? Because I've realized God ain't in no hairy. The Bible says, for we all have need of patience. After we have done the will of God, then we might receive the promise. The Bible says that we receive the promises of God through faith and patience. How do we receive God's promises? Through trusting and enduring. Some things you're not going to get until you endure. God, give it to me. Give it to me, God. Give it to me, God. He can't give it to you, God. Let me tell you why. Because you don't have the character for it. We don't want to hear that. You don't have the character for certain things. Because character comes through development. You don't automatically get saved and have character. Character, my, my, my book on the way of coming out. They, they finna get ready to print my book. I'm happy, man. Been a process. Whew. Felt like I was pregnant, man. But I read the book. Awesome. I'm not saying because I wrote it. You know what it's dealing with? Being honest. This book is for the body of Christ. Because you got a lot of folk in church that's dishonest. And this is the problem they say they say. I'm going to show you something. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. This morning we're talking about the lifestyle of faith. 
Some of y'all gonna get a revelation today. Because if you're not changing, you're not walking by faith. Because we're going to read that faith will transform your life. So if a person ain't changing, they're not walking by faith. First Corinthians, I mean Romans chapter 1 verse 17, read. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. How many know that God's righteousness has to be revealed to you? Read. From faith to faith. At, at each level or at each process that you walk with with God, something will be revealed to you. One of the problems in, with church people is that we are lacking understanding about particular things that pertain to God. Why is that? Some stuff, it takes time for you to understand. Can I be honest with y'all? Uh -huh. There's some things that I'm yet understanding now. I'm just understanding. And it has come over time. It makes sense to me now. There's some things that didn't make sense to me. But it makes a lot of sense to me now. You know why? Because some things you're not going to understand that pertains to God until you walk through a process. Read. As it is written. As it is written. I said, say, say, neighbor, it's been written. So in other words, whatever you need to find out about God is in the word. It's written. Read. The just shall live by faith. Who shall live by faith? Who? One more time. Stop. You know what just means? Honest. You cannot live by faith if you're dishonest. Let me stay right there. You can't be a crook and walk by faith. You can't be slick and walk by faith. You can't be manipulative and walk by faith. You can't be a liar and walk by faith. You can't be in denial and walk by faith. So one of the reasons why you got so many people struggling with walking by faith because they dishonest. Still want to do stuff like you, you still like you were in the world. You was manipulative in the world. Now you say you try to be manipulative. In the world, you slid by. Now you say you trying to slide by. Say, neighbor, neighbor. the two don't mix. Who shall live by faith? Those of us that's honest. If you're not honest with yourself, you can't be honest with God. That's in the book. If you ain't honest with God, you can't be honest with other people. So when people are not honest with you because they're not honest with themselves, neither are they honest with God. So I ain't expect you to be honest with people. And it's hard to deal with a dishonest person. The best way to deal with a dishonest person is don't deal with them. I'm helping somebody out. The best way to deal with a dishonest person is don't deal with them. Because a dishonest person will pull you in the flesh. Y'all talk back to me. Am I preaching good? All right. Watch this. Watch this. Anytime there is conflict, that means the wrong spirit is operating. Have you noticed 
that is hard to deal with people? One of the reasons why is because their spirit is not right. If you keep arguing with somebody and y'all just can't communicate, it's because the wrong spirit is there. So when I get, when you get ready to keep going back with me, I got to back off for you. Because I'm a spiritual person and you carnal, so you're trying to pull me in the carnal realm. So if I ever back up off of you, it's because you're trying to play games. And I don't play games. James chapter 2. I'm trying to get through this. I'm about to run. Man, I, 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 I woke up the other day, and this was in my spirit. This is going to help you. This is what came to me. He endured the cross, and he despised the shame because he saw the joy that was set before him. What that means is this. Jesus went through the suffering on the cross. He was on that cross for six hours in agony. And at the same time, he had to reject the shame. You know why? Because he was focused on the joy that was set before him. And if you want some joy in your life, you're going to have to endure some stuff. You know why I'm so happy right now? Because I just came through something. Y'all talk about me. This joy I have, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away. How you let somebody steal your joy? I just, that, that was all of my spirit. He endured the cross. And you know, the cross, what was on the cross? Suffering, pain, agony. And he despised the shame. That means that he was embarrassed but he didn't, re he didn't let that get in his spirit. So you know what that mean? He didn't care what they thought about him. And you got to get to a place where you don't care what people think about you. What does God think about you? Because we so bent on trying to please people, we can't please God. Whew. Come on, let me, let me I get through this, man. James chapter 2. You sitting there tormented in your mind because somebody feel a certain way about you. How do you feel about yourself? Y'all, somebody help me, man. I need some help up here today. About to run, man. It's, it's a, man, when you get understanding the stuff, it makes things a lot easier. I understand why I'm going through this. I understand why you acting the way you act. You're supposed to act like that because it's a part of the process, baby. How are you going to be great and you don't understand people? If you're going to be great in God, you got to understand people. Somebody say, why? Because we are in the people business. If you, you got a restaurant, you got to know your product. It's a difference in White Castles and McDonald's. It's a difference in White Castle, McDonald's, and Wendy's. 
It's a difference in McDonald's, Wendy's, White Castles, and Hardee's. Everybody got their own product. And ain't neither one of them trying to be like each other. You know what's wrong? They ain't competition. Say neighbor. Ain't nobody like you. Ain't nobody like you. I ain't trying to be with no like be like nobody. And a lot of times when people trying to be like somebody because they don't know who they are. Can't nobody beat me being me. <laughs> it's an insurance that comes with knowing who you are and knowing whose you are. It's an insurance that comes with that. You walk with your head up. You walk with confidence when you know who you are. People that's insecure, they don't, they don't walk with their head up. Let me, let me get back to this. Come on, James chapter 2. Verse 17, read. Even so, Even faith, so, uh-huh. if it hath not works, it is dead, being alone. Even so, faith, if it has not what? Works. Say actions. Actions. It's dead. dead. So faith or acting on the word would cause something that's dead to come alive. If something dead in your life and it, it, it is staying dead, it's because you're not acting on the word in that particular area. Because when you keep acting, it's impossible to keep acting on the word and that thing stay dead. So it's something dead in your life. I can name some stuff, but you know what I'm talking about. It ain't working. It ain't coming together. It's because you are not exercising faith in that particular area. He said faith without what? It's what? Dead this word work means obedience. It means obedience to us after we become a Christian. You got folks that's not Christians that's caught up in works. That's works of self-righteousness. Read. Yes, a man may say thou hast faith. How many know you can say anything? You can say anything with your mouth. Just because you saying you have faith don't mean you have faith. Read. And I have works. Show me thy faith. Show me your actions. Without thy works. Without thy works. And ain't, I, ain't no way you believe God and ain't no action goes along with it. I'm believing God to get, out, get my finances straight now. Do you tithe? No, you ain't believe no God. Do you give offerings? No, you don't believe God. I'm, I'm believing God. What you doing? Nothing. You don't believe God. You just waiting on God to do something. Now he waiting on you to do something. So if you don't have an action, you don't have faith. If you got an action, then some need to be lining up with what you say you believe. Don't keep telling me you can swim, but you never get in the swimming pool. <laughs> I can swim. I can swim. When are you going to dive in there? That's faith. Say, neighbor, that's faith. Say, faith is an action word. Read. And I will show thee my faith by my works. I will show you what I believe by my action. Read. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. You, you do well because you say you believe. The devil say he believed too. 
You're not doing it because you say you believe something. Read. The devils also believe. See, the devil believed too. I believe. I believe. What was that thing I told y'all to write down this morning? A lot of us have devil-believing faith. <laughs> That's good, ain't it? A lot of us have devil-believing faith. What does that mean? You say you believe something, but there's no action. That's devil-believing faith. Because the devil do that. How many know the devil never can get saved? But he know about salvation, but he can't get saved. You know why? Because it's too late for him to demonstrate any type of action. So just because you believe don't mean you believe God. The devil, you have, de say, say neighbor. Yeah. Do you have, Do you have devil, devil believing, believing faith? faith. <laughs> Read. The devils also believe and tremble. The devil also believe, but they tremble. They never do anything. They just, they just tremble. Read. But will thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead. Faith without some type of corresponding action is dead. I'm believing God for a job. No, you ain't because you won't get out the bed and go and look for none. I want job, come to me. Come to me, job. Come to you for what? Now go to the job. Read. Was not Abraham our father justified by works? Watch this. Was not Abraham our father made right? By his actions. What makes us right with God is our actions. Read. When he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar. God told Abraham, kill your only son that you love. You know what Abraham immediately did? He took his son, took him up on, on Mount Moriah, took a knife, and was getting ready to kill his son. Why? Because that's what God said. So his actions was taking him up on the mountain and drawing back his knife. When he was getting ready to kill his son, God said, Abraham, Abraham, stay thy hand. He said, now I know you love me. See, a lot of folks say they love God, but there's no action. Read. That's it. Go ahead, read that. Seest thou how faith wrought his works, and by works was made perfect. Listen, and by works, your faith is made complete. So the only way your faith can come together, it has to be some action there. Read. And the scripture was fulfilled, which said uh -huh. Abraham believed God. Abraham, another definition for faith is believe. The Bible says that Abraham trusted God. Read. And it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And his faith in God is what made him right with God. Read. And he was called the friend of God. God called him his friend. What's a friend? Somebody that's close to you. Read. You see then how that by works a man is justified. What makes a person honest? Their obedience, their action of obedience is what makes them right. So just like I said earlier, you're not changing. You're still dishonest. But you say you trust in God. You're not trusting God. Because in order to trust God, you have to be honest. Read. And not by faith only. And not by faith only. Likewise. Uh-huh. Also was not Rahab the harlot. Stop. Just 
She was a harlot. What's harlot mean? She was a prostitute. And I want you to see how her faith in God caused her not to still remain a prostitute. Read. Rahab the harlot justified by works. She was made right by her actions. Uh-huh. When she had received the messengers. She received the messages or the two spies that God went to spy Canaan. Now I want you to see the wisdom of God. It was nothing for men to come in and out. Because she was a prostitute. And what do prostitutes do? They have men coming in and out. So God knew to send these spies to Rahab's house because nobody would notice these two men coming in and <laughs> Watch this, read. And had sent them out another way. Now watch this, watch this. When the two spies came, she hid them. So when they came to find the spies, they say, is two men here? She said, no, they went another way. Sound like she lied. But really she was acting in faith. And her action of faith transformed her life to a woman of God. You, you say you're walking with God, but you ain't changing. You're not walking with God. Because in order to walk with God, you got to change. And you know what a lot of y'all don't want? You want to remain the same old person that you've been for the last two, three years. The same selfish person. All you think about is yourself. Me, myself, and watch this. When you start trusting God for real and you're honest, God takes away your selfishness. Is that it? Read. Yes. For as the body without the spirit is dead. Your physical body without the spirit is what? That's why when a person dies, their spirit leaves. Their body is no longer active. Read. So faith without works is dead also. So you say you trust God, but you don't have no actions. God says dead also. So perhaps everything in your life is dead because you ain't got no action behind what you say you believe. And then let me throw this out too because some folk think I've been, I've been walking my faith for two weeks. <laughs> and ain't nothing changed. No, no, you're you not getting the point. I'm talking about a lifestyle of faith. I ain't talking about something you do for two weeks, then it don't work, you stop. I'm talking about a way of life. This is my life. I'm trusting God. Every day I'm acting on the word. Every day I'm lining up with the word. Every day I'm praying. Every day I'm seeking. I'm giving. I'm walking in love. I'm forgiving folks. That's acting the faith. I'm, I'm that's a lifestyle. I ain't talking about something you do every night. I'm not talking about something you do when you get in trouble. A lot of folks use their faith like a light switch. When I want to see, I cut it on. When I don't want to see, I cut it off. That ain't no faith. I'm talking about a life. Watch this. Watch this. Every day, you're supposed to brush your teeth. I see it every day. It becomes a way of life when you do it every day. If you do it every week, Y'all understand my point? Some stuff you do every day. You have to eat every day. Isn't there an action along with eating? Isn't there an action along with taking a bath? <laughs> Some folks are so lazy, they won't take a bath. 
I'm just I'm trying to help you understand what I'm saying. With some things, the action is required. Why is it some people don't do certain things? Because they're too lazy to act. They want something to come easy. They want somebody to get them. So ain't nobody finna give you nothing. Is that it? Yes, sir. Let's go to what's our next scripture? Hebrews 11 and 1. Let's go to John, 1 John 5 and 4 first. Oh, okay. 1 John 5 and 4. This morning we're talking about the lifestyle of faith. What I'm teaching this morning ain't easy. I said what I'm teaching this morning ain't easy. Because you know what comes with faith? Pressure. And you know what we give in to? Hebrew boys in the fiery furnace. They stood on the word. They refused to give in to the pressure. Daniel in the lion's den. He refused to give in to the pressure of being in the lion's den, he stood on the word. God trying to bring you to a pl place in your life where the word is more real than what's going on the outside. You don't just get to that level overnight. That don't just happen overnight. That comes over time. All right. First John 5 and 4. Read. For whatsoever is born of God. Whatsoever or whosoever is born of God. He, he's talking about being born again. See, a lot of folks trying to live saved, and they have not experienced a new birth. They, not, they don't have a new na nature. They don't have a new spirit. That's why you still act the way you act, because you're not new on the inside. When, when I keep seeing something on the outside a certain way, that's a clear sign how you are on the inside. Y'all need to break it down some more? Huh? When you change stuff you used to do, you stop doing. And if you're still doing it, that lets me know you ain't changed. Because the two have to go together. When you change on the inside, things start changing on the outside. If things are not changing on the outside, it's because you are not changing on the That's why I say, if any man be old things, behold, become what? He said, some things become new. And I know some of y'all in a, in a, in a fight. <laughs> you're in a fight with yourself, and you're in a fight with people around you. Because you know what? You can't make nobody change. And you getting in the flesh trying to change somebody that don't want to change. You know what you got to do? Back off of them. I'm trying to help y'all. When you're dealing with somebody that refused to change, you have to back off of them. And a lot of times when we thinking, think about backing off of somebody, we're thinking about removing ourselves from them. You can back off somebody in your mind. I know you're a fool, so I ain't finna go there with you in my mind. I'm going to shift my focus. That's what I'm saying. When you're dealing with a fool, you, the Bible says wisdom is too high for a fool. A fool can't reach up to insight. A fool don't have no... The Bible says wisdom is too high for a fool. When you know a person a fool, ain't no sense you trying to keep wasting your time with them. <laughs> I 
Where we at? Read. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Watch this. In order to overcome the world system, y'all be born again. Read. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Watch this. This is the victory that overcome. Overcoming, you got to come over something. Read. Even our faith. How do we overcome the world system? By faith. By acting on the word. Remember when God spoke to Joshua? And he said, God, he said, Joshua, walk around the walls of Jericho seven times. He gave him some specific instructions. He said, walk around six times, and on the seventh time, shout. So they look like a fool. These people on the wall, they waving, I'm waving. I ain't saying nothing, I'm just walking around. Watch this. When you walk in by faith, you look like a fool. You know why a lot of folks don't walk by faith? Because they don't want to look foolish. So when you trust in God, I look like a fool. Just keep on walking. Let people think what they want to think. Let people feel how they want to feel. You don't like me? That's your problem. You hating on me? That's your problem. You don't want to walk with me? That's your problem. You don't want to get on board? That's your problem. And now, I'm up here, and you back here. You know why? Because how can two... Well, you, you got to wait on me. Come on! Because I'm on the move. That's why people fall off in this church. That's why people come and people go. Because they get out of agreement. So, and I just told Mike this. I said, man, it took me all this time to realize, y'all mind if I be transparent. When people leave, it ain't me. It's you. So people going to be coming and going. Bills still getting paid. People still getting saved. People still getting blessed. That's what you need to focus on. And don't put all your focus on people. Even though it's about people. So in order for you to do that, you got to mature. Where we at? I lost my man. That's it. Where we at? We've read John, 1 John okay. 5 and 4. All right. Let's go to Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. You can't take stuff personal. Some people do stuff. You, you'll kill yourself trying to wonder why somebody doing what they doing. Anybody can relate to that? What's wrong with you? Nothing. Ain't nothing wrong with you. What's wrong with you? Nothing. Okay, nothing. Keep on moving, man. Because you know what? That's the devil trying to steal your joy and your peace 
and your happiness and your focus. Okay, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, read. Now faith. How many know faith is always win? Although what you believe in God for is not going to happen to up the road, you always got to be in faith win. Read. Is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen? Faith and the word are together. You can't separate the two. This how this really should read. The word of God is the substance. So what's our substance? The word of God. It was somebody tell me what is substance? Huh? What's what is what is substance? What's the substance of paper? A tree. So trees come, paper come from what? So tree, a tree, the substance of a tree has to be in paper. Because paper come from a tree. So whatever you say you believe in God for, you got to have a scripture on it to support it. If you don't have a scripture on it, you can't act upon it. Read. The evidence of things not seen. So the word of God is our substance, and the word of God is evident to things that's not seen. Everything that's unseen came from the word. That's what he's saying. Drop down to verse 6. But without faith, without faith or without acting on the word, it is impossible to please him. You can cry, turn a cartwheel, turn a backwards flip. Swing from the chandeliers, fall out and cry. When you get up, the only thing that pleases God is faith. So we do a whole bunch of stuff, but we don't trust God. We do all this stuff trying to get God to do something for us. The only thing that moves the hand of God is faith. Not your tears. Read. For he that come up to God. Watch this. He that what? Read. Must believe that he is. You can't even approach God if you don't have any faith. Read. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Who's a rewarder? Of who? God is a rewarder of those who consistently, not those who own and off. Not those who seek God when they get ready. Not those that seek God when it's convenient. Only those that are Persistent in God is rewarded. Read. By faith, Noah being warned of, of God of things not seen as yet. By what? Noah being warned of things that had not been seen. God told Noah to be able to because it's going to rain. It had never rained. So it took what? Huh? There are some things God has spoken to you that you never experienced before. So you know what's going to require you to do? Operate in faith. You always had a dead-end job, and God said he's going to give you a, a dream job. It's going to take some faith for you to believe that that's going to happen. Despite the obstacles that you got. I know what I'm talking about. I got hired by the United States Bankruptcy Court without a degree. You know why? Because that's what God said, and I believed it. 
and it manifested. Y'all heard what I'm saying? So everything that God going to do in your life is going to require faith. It has nothing to do with the obstacle that's there. Because Abraham had an obstacle. You know what his obstacle was? He was, he was impotent. And Sarah was barren. Say obstacle. obstacle. But God said they was going to have a child. So either God lied or he going to do it. But it's up to you to believe whether he's lying or not. So you're looking at all your lack of this and lack of that. What does the Bible say? Read. Moved with fear. The Bible says that Noah believed God that he moved to do something. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? So Noah's action demonstrated that he believed what God said. How we know? He started building the ark. Although he, didn't, he, although he had never seen the house of rain. And it ain't like it rained the next week. <laughs> you know when it rained? 120 years later. So he had to endure. And a lot of folks don't want to endure. Read. So he prepared an ark to the saving of his house. He prepared an ark to the saving of his house. By thee which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Read. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance. God said, Abraham, if you're going to get your inheritance, if you're going to get what I got, what I died for you to have, you're going to have to walk by faith. How many know we got inheritance in God? A lot of Christians don't believe that. There's a spiritual inheritance. There's a physical inheritance. There's a material inheritance. There's a financial inheritance. And there's an eternal inheritance. So God got you covered once you get saved. But do you believe that God has an inheritance for you? The Bible says he has an inheritance in, uh, among them that are sanctified. So what God is telling us. That everything I got for you. Is in her. Not outside of me. It's in me. Everything I got for your life is in me. So in order for you to get it. You got to stay. So why you think the devil working overtime. To get you out of Christ. Get you out of your place. Read. And obeyed. And he went out not knowing whether he went. So God told Abraham, pack your bags and go to a place that you don't even know about. So you know what Abraham did? He packed his bags and he got to moving. Say neighbor. He had to do it by faith. Read. Verse 11. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength. To conceive seed. How did Sarah get pregnant? By faith. Read. And was delivered of a child when she was past age. She was past the age, but God said, Sarah, you're going to have a child. And guess what? She had a child. I'm done. Stand to your feet. I got some more. We'll pick it up on.